Welcome to Biscafe, an interview series of the German-American Chamber of Commerce and Service Plan New York. We all know a thing or two about integration. The many brave souls who took a chance and started their first American business. So many things to learn, so many sights to see and endless possibilities in the land of the free trade. We wanted to know how German companies started out in the US and what their challenges were in winning over the American market. But most importantly, have a deeper look into their community and their culture. In short interviews, we'll present the minds and souls of select GACC member companies so you get a better understanding on who you're going to have a Biscafe with. So uh, this is the Biscafe, the podcast of the German-American Chamber of Commerce and Service Plan, an advertising agency group. And I am Stefan Schütter. I'm responsible for Service Plan in the U.S., And with us today is Bonnie Tully, president of Ivani Corporation. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Stefan. Good to be with you today. Yeah, absolutely. So, Bonnie, happy first year anniversary as Ivani's president. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and your career, please. Oh, well, thank you. Exactly right. June is a one-year anniversary of being in the president role for uh, Ivani North America. Uh, a little about myself, I uh, have been with the company 28 years. Uh, I started my career in Houston, Texas, uh, actually working for a company called Roman Hot that was acquired, um, which is um, common for our company. Our company is always looking at that optimum portfolio of companies. Um, and so uh, I'm part of that acquisition story. Um, I uh, have spent time with the company. Uh, the company sent me to Singapore for five years where I built and ran a, an oil additives plant, uh, 14 years in the Houston area. And now uh, I have been in the uh, New Jersey area um, as the regional president. So uh, a wide variety of experiences uh, with my Ivana career. So a lot of companies talk about diversity. You walk the talk. Let let well tell us more about this and how uh, you bring on diversity in your company. Sure, um, it has been a dynamic uh, first year in my presidency when it comes to the topic of diversity. Uh, I took over June one, um, right in the heart of the social justice protests, um, and we as a company realized we needed to respond. Um, as we looked at the landscape, we realized no response was a response. Saying nothing was saying something. And we realized we needed to say something. We needed to let people know where Avonic stood on, on um, social justice topics. So we held what we called a day of reflection. And we asked all of our employees to take a day off, it was of their choice when they did it, and spend one day focusing on the social justice topic and diversity and inclusion topics and to send their thoughts and um, feedback back to us. If they wanted um, to write a poem or send us an email or whatever, just share their, their learnings back with us. And it was amazing, amazing the feedback we got. Uh, we got a lot of very good, positive ideas that we acted upon, and I'll speak about that in a moment. 
we heard about a lot of pain. Um, we had a lot of employees share just devastating stories uh, that have, they had experienced in their life uh, of racism and discrimination. Um, and I think it was a really a, a catharsis for our company to be able to share all that. Out of that work, we came up with 10 topics. I think is some surveying of our diversity. Uh, and some of them were much more um, involved, like getting involved with uh, historically black colleges. And we are working on all 10 right now. Wow, uh, Bonnie, thank you for, for alluding to, to the fact that it's uh, so much more than gender equality. Um, there's so many issues and um, obviously um, this is uh, quite, um, you know, you're quite a role model for so many other companies out there. And um, I'm happy that, you know, you told me earlier there were results. It's not only talking, but results uh, that you uh, got achieved here. That's really obviously a great corporation that you're in. And um, maybe I turned to the fact that um, there's COVID-19 vaccines, tires and animal feed is some of the products that, uh, that you are involved in. And it's a weird combination. So maybe you wanna explain. Yeah, so Ivonic has a very diversified portfolio. We are a specialty chemical company. Uh, our goal is to be the best specialty chemical company in the world. And as that, we have a balanced and diverse portfolio. Um, I think one thing that ties all those things together, you know, whether you're talking about COVID-19 vaccines or feed supplements, um, is that these are all products that are essential um, to the modern world that we live in today and being able to provide people everything from sustenance to comfort. Um, and, you know, we are um, very proud of the role that we've played um, in feeding the world uh, with the amino acids we produce and also um, with the role we've played in the uh, messenger RNA lipid production. So uh, really a lot of life-changing products uh, that we're manufacturing in. Let, let's talk about this adventurous last year and now as we see the end of the pandemic, is this good or bad for your business then, Bonnie? Well, you know, again, having a balanced portfolio like Ivonic does, um, it, it was a mix. It, truly was a mix for our company. Some of our business lines um, did very well, actually. Uh, so our healthcare, um, our cleaning supplies, as you can imagine, did very well. Uh, some of our other business lines like automotive, uh, it, was, it was a very challenging time. Um, so in the whole, we, we came through our balance portfolio as a company. Let's look at this like fascinating setup. As, as you said, there's essential products in your portfolio and obviously you're one of those huge companies everybody unconsciously uses, but no one really knows about, maybe not enough. So what are you um, doing for brand awareness in the US? And do you maybe need a global sports sponsoring rather than your partnership with famous Borussia Dortmund? This is, of, of course, a German question, but uh, it's, it's a famous soccer club in, in Germany. So, yeah, maybe you want to talk about that. 
Sure. So, uh, you know, BVB is known well uh, here in, in uh, North America as well. We have lots of soccer fans, lots of football fans. Um, and we feel that um, our partnership with BVB has uh, benefited us. It has been one of the ways that people do know Evonik. Um, and uh, matter of fact, you know, I, I see people walking around with the BVB, I'll call it Evonik jerseys, um, and it makes me proud. And it's a way that our customers and our employees, I, I think we're proud of it. And it's, it's a way to be connected um, to what BVB is doing. So the, the partnership um, actually has served us well. And it's also, BVB is very well known in Asia too. So um, it's it's pretty funny, although this the uh, it is a, a German team, it's known internationally and that and that partnership has served us well. Yeah, talk about Germany anyways. Bonnie, is German Heritage helping a company in the US or is it, um, would you rather be recognized as an American company? Yeah, this is an interesting question because it goes to how we've structured um, the, the business for Evonik. So the manufacturing that we do here um, in North America, most of those products are sold in North America. And um, so we really see ourselves as serving the North American market. We're, um, but what has really does help us is having that strong parent company, having that strong German parent company um, that empowers us, um, that trusts us to take care of the local market um, and to support the customers and to support the market. I think that just works really well together. Um, and um, that way we make sure that the North America market needs are, are met. I see. So to put it in other words, the best of two worlds combined helps thrive in America, maybe. Do you, do you have advice for especially German newcomers to enter the US market, Bonnie? I do. Um, so prior to um, me being the regional president, one of my roles was I was the site manager of our largest facility in North America, which is in Mobile, Alabama. And I always just saw that, you know, if you bring the structure and precision of the German business culture together with kind of the American um, can-do attitude, let's try it um, attitude. Um, it, it's really a winning combination. And I think so many companies, German companies um, that have started um, American or North American based uh, uh, operations have seen that. Um, and I, it, there's just something about that bringing those two Uh, those two types of cultures together. It just makes the whole group like willing to do more, um, willing to push harder, uh, willing to uh, strive for perfection. Um, and that really leads to a job well done. I, I, and I've just seen this collaboration has just led to a lot of business success in North America. How do you see the future of remote work? Will you swing back fully to in-person collaboration? And together with this, 
I would certainly need to understand how your talent, uh, how, how important that remote work option is for your talent. Yes, so this is a huge topic. I think um, every president and CEO that I talk to these days is talking about this topic and how do we uh, come back to a new normal with our workforce. So we have, uh, companies have, we've been looking at this for ourselves and we do plan to come back with a hybrid work model um, as our employees come back, as we come back to um, more normal operations out after the global pandemic. Um, our plan is to roll it out later this year, uh, starting in, in September. And the idea is we've looked at our positions. There's some that can uh, use the hybrid model of flexibility of, of location and some that can use a flexibility of uh, work time. But we believe that um, flexibility and, and hybrid model in some way is almost going to be an expectation of employees um, as we get back to the new normal. And what we're asking employees to do is um, come together in collaboration when they have to do what we call we work. Me work, which is your individual things that you do working on a spreadsheet or a presentation, you can do that um, as and where you would like, either at the in a collaboration space, which we will have in our offices or at home, that's fine. But there is definitely a benefit to we work when that collaboration time is necessary, then we want our employees to come together. So we really think the hybrid model is the right way to go. Um, we will have some employees who will have to be cl tied closer to the facilities because they're manufacturing. And we, we will offer them flexibility in other ways, as I was mentioning, around uh, things that they can do uh, uh, in, around time or activities. And then um, our employees that can be more fully virtual, then we will have collaboration spaces where they will come together when it's time to collaborate, to train, uh, to meet with each other, to share ideas, to brainstorm. We think every company can only figure this out to about 70 to 80 percent. And now we're just going to have to jump in. We're going to have to try it. We're going to have to be ready to make modifications as necessary. But ultimately, as I said, we believe all employees are going to expect flexibility to be part uh, of their work as we come out of the pandemic. Talking about the German-American Chamber of Commerce, can, can you tell us why you are a member and what your experience with them has been like? Absolutely. So we've been a, a member of uh, the German American Chamber for many years. And I think the main reasons why Ivonic continues to be an active member is that we find the interaction with other German chemical companies and German companies, I should say, even um, really provides a lot of good insight um, into the challenges that that all of us uh, that are uh, North American subsidiaries are facing whether it's um, you know, business climate or, or, or tax or legislation, or as we were just talking about the workplace of the future. Um, and we also find it's a very good platform um, to provide insight into German policy and politics um, that we don't necessarily get uh, listening to the news uh, here in North America. So it really provides that insight. And, um, you know, it gives us a place also to interact um, with small and large uh, German-based companies um, and to learn from those experiences too. 
So we just really find it helps us in a word with insight. Thank you, Bonnie. And I, I truly um, think that that is more than true. It's not your, your usual Pillspear that you get on one of their parties, um, but it's, it's really vital for the most of us to get together with the German American Chamber of Commerce. And yeah, I mean, after this exciting talk, like we have to come to an end now. Uh, it's, it's really a bummer. Uh, you're so energetic and you have um, so great insights here, but can, can our listeners reach out to you to connect with you personally or with your brand? And um, is your company visible on social media? Yes, we sure are. So, um, uh, so Ivonic, uh, you can definitely reach out to Ivonic or even Ivonic North America. Uh, you know, we are, of, of course, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. And if uh, listeners would want to reach out to me personally, I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn and they can find me there and I'd be happy for them to reach out. Thank you so much, Bonnie. All the best for you and your company. Thank you so very much for this chat and all the best to you and all the energy that you that we see in you putting into Ivani. Thank you so much. Oh, Stefan, thank you so much for having me today. I've enjoyed speaking with you.